Well, hello. I'm Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast. This is our very first podcast, so God help us all. Let's see how we go. The purpose of this podcast is, of course, to help you in your job hunting and to enable me to share lots of ideas and chats and um, experiences that I've had in the past and see if that can help you. I'm really hopeful that it will. Uh, but worst comes to worst, I'll have a lot of fun just talking about it because I really enjoy talking about it. And uh, for this first episode, I thought we would be discussing ideas to help people become more confident during job interviews because I felt that there's so much that we can do to improve how we perform just by controlling our nerves, quite frankly. And um, and I have some ideas and I've been collating them and I'd like to share that with you. And um, if you like them, please uh, let me know, five-star review or something, write to me. And definitely subscribe to these cast because there's more to come. This is just the first one. There will be lots of other... Actually, I've already <laughs> developed about 38, I think, ideas for future podcasts to share with you. So there is more to come, fellows. Keep switched on and subscribe. Okay, so going back to uh, the topic of today which is to be confident during job interviews you are listening to this because you are going through job search applying for jobs maybe you haven't got to that stage yet of going through job interviews but if you have it can be quite nerve-wracking and and you get really nervous and for that reason things tend to go wrong that day <laughs> the day of and I think it's because when you are nervous you're bypassing a few neurons there and a few important links to make good decisions and you have to be prepared for that and plan that day as much as you can to account for the fact that you will be a nervous wreck please do that believe me if you haven't done job interviews recently don't don't take that for granted it's just the way we're wired i suppose and you tend to get quite stressed out on the day of a, a job interview but that's like 95% of the people and 5% of the people don't that doesn't really resonate well to the panelists you know if one is too relaxed <laughs> during a job interview it can send the wrong signal right so there is uh, one tip there that I just thought of I didn't actually <clears throat> prepare to write to tell you this I didn't write it down but I, I was just thinking about situations where I have been on the other side of the um, coin of there that is I was interviewing I was part of the panel and I've I remember you know a couple of I have them in my mind now a couple of situations where the candidate seem too relaxed and you then think why are they here you know they don't seem to want this or they seem resigned I remember one candidate that's coming to my mind in particular I could tell they weren't they weren't this person was not stressed but this person also didn't think they were going to get the job and it was kind of clear halfway through the interview so 
th- that's my first uh, t- takeaway for you. Focus less on the fear itself. And uh, remember that everybody is supposed to be nervous and jittery at a job interview. That's to be expected. In fact, the panel is too. You know, it's kind of weird to be interviewing somebody and having that type of conversation in a very artificial way. Fortunately, uh, that's the system right i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just trying to get you into your next job but that's the system that most people go through and and it's quite artificial so that will eventuate in a bit bit of stress but that should not be the focus so if you can remember that that will happen anyway plan ahead for the day of the interview so that you have dotted all the i's and crossed all the t's and you're ready to go from your house to the interview room and have you have kind of managed all the risks for that journey and prepared yourself well you will have to feel comfortable within that environment and just remember that that is a natural thing to be fearful and a bit stressed out during the interview gosh i'm being quite horrible and it wasn't the plan the plan was to actually give you some confidence so let's kind of move on and see if we can um get to the point where you don't get all freaked out okay but yeah you know it is important to know that everybody is going to be a bit jittery and that's the baseline really you know that's the baseline for you and your competition so you can focus on other things and not focus on the fear so that's what i had in my notes do not focus on your fear everybody will have that and focus on other stuff so what would that other stuff be well it should be the reason why you're there in the first place by the time you get to an interview you have already gone from a very long list of candidates possibly to a so i'm sort of you know going into like the standard scenario right you it, it varies of course but you may have gone through a, um, a recruitment journey where dozens or sometimes even hundreds of people applied that was narrowed down possibly even automatically or manually by a, a search engine or a search person and then you made it to a shorter list that shorter list was probably revised a couple of times and you might have received a call and then you made it to an even shorter list and then eventually the the organization decided on a few people that they wanted to interview and it's usually about mm, depends normally three to five but i've seen clients interview up to 10 people which i think is too much but you know if you're an organization and you're still trying to figure out what the job is actually going to be or you're growing too fast and you really need that many people you might interview 10 people but normally three to five right so you've gone through a lot to get there and your strengths and the strengths of your application and possibly your phone interview took you all the way to that room and if you focus on stress and not on your strengths which is what got you there in the first place, you will be missing out on the opportunity to make them shine and to make that very clear to the people that brought you into the room. Okay, I'm not saying that everyone in the room knows who you are. Quite 
frankly, <laughs> usually there is one person and you will hope, we will all hope that that person is in the room. But sometimes, fellows, that person is not in the room. Let me tell you, the person who has read your interview and knows it, you know, back to front. That person is usually part of the search team externally. So if they have engaged a recruitment organization, an executive search group, that person will know a lot about you, will have done all the research, looked you up online and stalked you and made sure that you were a good candidate for the organization. And then you might have people in the room that just, you know, good people and do their homework and they will have read it. But there has been situations, in my experience, where people go into the room and they quickly scan the um, resume before the interview starts. It's so bloody annoying, isn't it? And then you get those questions that totally, that makes you totally know that they have not read your resume or your cover letter or your application. Because if they had, they wouldn't be asking you that question, would they? So you, if you've done that, been there, please um, send me a note. I'd love to hear your your story. There's usually some interesting crackers and, and stories from people um, in interview rooms. I love them. Okay, so um, where were we? Oh, yeah, yeah, focus on your strengths, right? But you have to, regardless of the interview panel's knowledge about you and your strengths, that's what got you there, right? That's what made people think, okay, you know, this person deserves to be in this room. Let's interview them. So when your mind is going all over the place, because that's what happens when you get too much stress hormones in your head, right? When your mind's getting all over the place, remember those strengths. And if you are... And if you think you're not focused enough, just remember the day before your interview to write them down, a post-it note or a notepad somewhere that you can read as you're commuting to that interview location or driving or whatever. And just make sure that you remember what the key strengths that you're bringing to this organization and why they should hire you. So that should be how you refocus your energy during the interview. Then I have a third bit of, of recommendation for you. Sorry, I'm trying really hard to go back to my phone. This is my first podcast, as you know, and I want to make sure I'm not going overboard with time. But no, I think you can cope for another few minutes. Okay, so the third is, have you ever been very stressed? Like, on a scale of 0 to 10, I'm asking you, have you been on a 10? Because I have. And it's really, really interesting. And if you have not, good on you. <laughs> well, I'm very jealous. But I have to say, once you go through those, you know, horrible, horrible experiences in life, you have a whole new perspective. And you can only tell other people how it feels. And that's what I'm going to do because, because it's helpful. Because once you do know, you become more strong you become stronger and definitely more resilient you uh, you can gather that experience and that energy and make something good out of it and if you've been in a terrible situation at some point in your life you would you wouldn't know what i mean so as 
it, on a scale of 10, what stress has done to my mind, you know, this is personal, right, is that it, my mind goes in some sort of weird mode where everything slows down. Like as if, and you've seen that in movies. So I, I'm thinking people that work in the um, Hollywood scene, they, they probably have an understanding of, of those things because if they're showing something really stressful that Tom Cruise is doing, they will slow it down. And uh, and Jason Bourne, you know, like in the Bourne movies, if you're in his head and seeing the scene from his point of view, things kind of slow down. And unbeknownst to me, you know, that's what happened to me when I was in a very stressful situation once. Everything slowed down, and my vision became really acute. Like I could see everything in detail, and I was thinking a lot of things in my mind and trying to figure out how I was going to get out of that situation. So that happened to me when I was in my mid twenties, long time ago. I'm in my mid forties now, and so what that has done to me is that when I get into a stressful situation again. And I was in kind of a similar one a couple of weeks ago, in in a, in a meeting. In, in fact, I felt cornered by the person that was um, meeting with me, and they and they came up with some questions that I felt were trying to trick me and um, and get me. And 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 you know immediately that kind of plays in the back of my mind again, almost like a PTSD, but. I've managed to, which I had after that incident in my incident in my twenties. <coughs> Excuse me, but what I do is I kind of I've I've turned it in a positive way to support me and help me during stress, right? So I can see, you know, okay, this guy is trying to trick me with this question. This question is trying to get me, and everything slows down for me and I can think it's almost like I have more time I carved more time in a second or two and I don't know if I'm explaining this well I'm making a movement with my hand kind of like a bubble you know it's a kind of like a balloon you know the balloon has a, a small hole for you to blow into and it's big inside right so that's how I feel when I'm in that situation things slow down, I feel like I have more time, I feel like my head is thinking faster and coming up with better ideas. So if you relax into the situation, you can be yourself and you can read the room better and you can use that stress to your advantage. I've never heard anybody talking about this only me <laughs> i talk about this I've, i've told people this before i hope that this makes sense to other people really because it's been such a good thing for me it has helped me so much you know to remember that to remember to use my stress and i find that that's really how do you say natural it's part of the fight and flight situation And that's what stress is there to do. It's to help us either get away from danger or to fight danger, right? So if you are positioning your interview 
in such a way that you want to get away from it. I think that's when your mind goes all berserk and you are kind of fighting all these sort of things in your head and you're losing control and you forget the keys to your car or you, you know, all of a sudden get into the wrong train. Look, I'm actually telling stuff that I've done <laughs> as I walk into important meetings or interviews. Or, you know, oh, yeah, I'll have, I have this for you. I, um, I remember getting ready for an interview and like the week before I have my favorite, you know, suit, you know, it's an English, beautiful, beautiful English skirt suit that I have that I love. I still have it. And I sent it to the dry cleaners and it was like 5 a.m. in the morning and I was getting dressed because it was a very early interview. And I kid you not, they had shrunk my skirt. No, I had not gained weight, fellas. <laughs> I'm a big girl, but I know, I know, I know this for sure. The skirt had shrunk at the dry cleaner. It was the first time I used this dry cleaner. Oh, I was, I was so annoyed and so angry, and that just sort of completely unravelled me, right? Of course, because I had to turn on the light and I woke up my husband at 5 a.m. in the morning. He's asking me what's wrong and I'm like, you know, using the F word a lot and trying to figure out what else I was going to wear. So again, went into this kind of tangent, but back to stress and to focusing on it. Relax into the situation. Don't try to fight it. Just walk into that room with purpose and for the fight and ready for the fight it's called job hunting for a reason and you don't want to be the hunt you want to be the hunter so go there read the room slow down the pace of the situation and use that energy to help you win this right and i'm not saying win the job just one step at a time win that discussion you know, win that, that interview, just nail it for you, nail it for you, make sure that you feel comfortable with the way that you performed, and stress can be very good in reading other people in the room, I have found, because if you are in it for the fight, and you walk in instead of, you know, the flee situation, the fight situation, if you walk in with that purpose, then again, all those natural instincts, they will sink in and you will be paying a lot of attention to people's body language, the way they move, the way they look at you, the way they interact with you. And what you're trying to do then, remember, you're not a cave person, you're not trying to kill them, <laughs> you're trying to win them, right? So make sure that you do, you know, charm the bitches out of them. Focus on your strengths, the things that brought you to that room, and win that interview. I'd love to hear from you if you use these tips next time you, you interview. Or if you don't have an interview coming up, try, you know, like an important meeting you have at work or an important conversation that you have to have that you've been postponing because, you know, because you don't want to do it because people don't like confrontation. It's the flee instead of the fight, you know, response to stress. So embrace that, go in, try to do it using those tips that I've just um, mentioned today and let me know how you go. So if you like this podcast, by the way, uh, remember to leave me a um, view and to subscribe because there shall be more podcasts coming 
by the time you listen to this, I'm hoping to have at least four up and running there for you. And also have all the best intentions of writing episode notes. So um, whenever I mention something like a book, or if I think of a book after the podcast <laughs> is, is recorded, I will put the links below and also the link to my website where you can get in touch with me. For example, if you have a question or an idea for a podcast in the future, I'd love to hear that. Please send me ideas. Even though I have 38 ideas already, as I mentioned before, this podcast is here for the long run. So this is a marathon, guys. I need as many ideas as you can give me. Thanks and ciao for now.